brought to you by Charity Mobile, the phone company that sends 5% of your monthly plan price to your favorite charity. No contracts, nationwide coverage, risk-free guarantee. Learn more at CharityMobile.com. You know, one part of the universal human condition is being guilty of having misplaced priorities at some point or another in our lives. It's bad enough when it happens to us, but imagine having the most important job on the planet and being constantly guilty of having misplaced priorities. That is the case for us today. You see, Francis can't help himself. At every available opportunity, he is driven to insult and debase those mean traditional Catholics who are guilty of pointing out that sin is real that sin has consequences, that a certain council of the church that were not permitted to criticize in any way was actually really bad for the church with statistically measurable consequences. You know the story behind mean trads like myself, but Francis can't help himself. He has to go after us, even when the world is pushing the faithful around in ways that demand his attention, including like, I don't know, that FBI story that I covered for you yesterday. But we have another one today where Catholics in the U.S. with no other option but to attend Mass in very restrictive settings lost the right to receive the sacraments during Holy Week due to the oppressive malice of the U.S. government. This at a time when the FBI was spying on Catholics. Francis was so blinded by his animosity towards trads that he, in fact, didn't bother to address a real problem in the church. Let's take a closer look at the story because this story is tied to several other ones that paints a pretty nasty picture. And we'll do so by starting with Francis's bizarre commentary during Holy Week. At the Chrism Mass, Francis accused traditionalists of sinning against the Holy Spirit when he said that, for, that longing for a return to the values of the past is a sign of godlessness. From the Vatican's website, quote, To create harmony is what the Spirit desires, above all through those upon whom he has poured out his anointing. Brothers, building harmony among ourselves is not simply a good way of improving the functioning of ecclesial structures. It is not the minuet dance or a matter of strategy or politeness. It is an intrinsic demand of the life of the Spirit. We sin against the Spirit, who is in communion whenever we become, even unintentionally, instruments of division. Okay, Francis. <laughs> For example, I would mention again the topic of gossip. When we become instruments of division, we sin against the Spirit. And whenever we play the game of the enemy, who never comes out into the open, who loves gossip and insinuation, foments parties and cliques, fuels nostalgia for past times, distrust, pessimism, and fear. Let us take care, please, not to defile the anointing of the Holy Spirit and the robe of Holy Mother Church with disunity, polarization, or lack of charity and communion. Let us remember that the Spirit, as the we of God, prefers the shape of community. Willingness with regard to one's own needs, obedience with regard to one's own tastes, humility with regard to one's own claims. End quote. Again, he's saying that the unforgivable sin is the sin against the Holy Spirit. That is tradition what the church teaches. And that is what Francis is accusing those Instruments of division who have nostalgia for times past and have formed cliques as a response. The irony of this is that he is himself an instrument of division, perhaps the greatest instrument of division in the church today. He is the prime mover in the formation and promotion of cliques in the church. One only has to see how the Lavender Group in the Vatican has fared under Francis to see that. Going further, Francis has himself congratulated the German bishops for their heresies, saying he will intervene in their bizarre break from the true faith because, in his words, the Holy Ghost is active in Germany at the Synod of Apostasy there. 
It's blasphemy for him to say such things, but he's done that. It's truly remarkable. And while he's attacking traditionalists, we get the story of a large number of Americans with no other sacramental options but those sanctioned by the government losing all access to the sacraments during Holy Week. Headline from OSV News. Walter Reed decision to cancel Catholic pastoral contract ahead of Holy Week incomprehensible, says U.S. military archbishop. Yeah, the U.S. government canceled the ability of priests to offer the sacraments at Walter Reed, a specific group of priests at Walter Reed Hospital and elsewhere in their larger network, just in time for Holy Week. Not a peep out of Francis Church about this either. From the article, quote, Archbishop Timothy P. Brolio of the U.S. Archdiocese for Military Services has called a decision by a U.S. military hospital to end its Catholic pastoral care contract with Franciscan priests and brothers, quote, incomprehensible and a violation of service members' religious freedom. On March 31st, Walter Reed National Military Medical Center in Bethesda, Maryland, issued a, quote, cease and desist order to Holy Name College Friary, a community of Franciscan priests and brothers based in Silver Spring, Maryland, according to the military archdiocese's April 7th news release. That Franciscan friars served the center's service members and veterans for close to two decades, according to the military archdiocese. Walter Reed is one of the several major medical facilities operated within the U.S. Department of Defense and the Defense Health Agency, and so falls within the pastoral jurisdiction of the military archdiocese. According to the archdiocese, the March 31st order directed Catholic priests to halt religious services on the center's grounds ahead of the church's commemorations of the Holy Week starting with Holy Thursday, Good Friday, and Easter Vigil, and Easter Sunday, of course. The Archdiocese said the contract for pastoral care was, quote, awarded to a secular defense contracting firm that cannot fulfill the statement of the work required. In comments to OSV, that would be our Sunday visitor, news late April 7th, Archbishop Brolio faulted those overseeing contracting at Walter Reed, quote, for not doing their homework on what it takes to ensure Catholic coverage. The Archdiocese has not received a response from the medical center to inquiries placed by its legal counsel, end quote. I love how they're acting like this was an accident. This is, you know, accidentally contracted with someone to not be able to do what their job. Some people online reported this is the U.S. military canceling the Catholic Church, suggesting that all military personnel were barred from receiving the sacraments on base during Holy Week, and that's clearly not what has happened here. The U.S. government decided to deny wounded warriors and wounded veterans the sacraments during Holy Week with no warning, leaving many without access to the sacraments. This should have gotten a response from the USCCB, or a response from the Vatican's nuncio to the U.S., but no, nothing has happened. Only the Archbishop of the Military Diocese responded. As quoted above, the contract for Catholic pastoral care was awarded to a secular private military contracting outfit which begs a lot of questions, including the fact that, as the Archbishop stated, they cannot possibly provide the pastoral needs of the faithful in that hospital system unless they have Catholic priests on staff, which I highly doubt. Not that the U.S. government cares about that in the slightest. The mistake here is thinking that the U.S. government even takes these problems into consideration. They don't, especially not under the current people running the government. The only reason to cancel that contract right before Holy Week with no warning, and then bring in a secular contractor is to attack and undermine the Catholic faith. That's the only reason to do such things, and they did it knowingly. 
It is one of the hallmarks of the present administration in Washington, an, a, an absolute antipathy towards Catholicism and anything resembling Catholic piety, which is ironic because most people think America has a Catholic president right now. <laughs> of course, in the face of secular tyranny, Francis has shown himself to be either completely powerless in the face of tyranny or, quite frankly, part of the problem as a willing accomplice. I mean, after all, many have whispered that the recent FBI news, natural question is, was Francis and the Vatican involved? And many have posited that, yes, he is. Now, one only has to look, though, at Cardinal Zen's home country, which has reportedly been giving the Vatican money for a few years now in exchange for silence from Rome on its treatment of Christians in that country. It was reported during Holy Week that the government in that country chose one of its own party members to be a bishop in the fake Catholic Church that operates with government approval there. The government in that country has, in fact, violated the accords with the Vatican several times in the past couple of years, appointing several party members to head dioceses and transferring their so-called bishops without Vatican approval, putting them in charge of different dioceses. Whenever the news breaks out that that government and that country has broken its agreements with Rome, Rome always reports that they found out through media outlets and that they express sadness and regret over the move, as if all this was entirely unpredictable. When underground lay churches are bulldozed by the authorities, the response from Rome is silence, or at best, expressions of sadness. Expecting this crowd to defend the faithful in America is a waste of time, unfortunately, and that's why Francis focuses on trads, or at least it's one reason. But trads are something he can do something about. We are an easy target. Traditional Catholics aren't exactly liked by mainstream Catholics most often. In fact, we're all too often too strident in our commentary for the typical pew-sitter. And we say things that tends to make people very uncomfortable, especially about the church and about the not just the current person the people call Pope, but the last several pontiffs. So Francis has free reign to go after a harmless group that doesn't exactly threaten the current order of things in the Catholic Church, except in one fundamental noteworthy way. In time, as traditional parishes grow and demand for the traditional liturgy and traditional theology of the church grows, and while numbers in the Novus Ordo continue to shrink because they are, given enough time, it is widely projected that the Catholic faith will be so small in some countries that traditionalists will represent the majority of mass attendees, and not in the all-too-distant future either. And this is what scares Francis the most, to be honest. Hence, he'll ignore real threats to the faith real acts of oppression that he can't do anything about for a variety of self-inflicted reasons. And instead, he goes after a harmless group of faithful pretty consistently. And are you surprised by any of this, especially in light of that FBI story yesterday? So what do you think about this? Let me know in the comments, please. Like and subscribe if you haven't, it does help. Sharing this on social media helps a lot, too. Let me know, do you think Francis knew what was going on with the FBI? Are you surprised that veterans were denied the sacraments during Holy Week, all things considered? Do you think Rome knew about that and just sort of threw up their hands and was like, oh, well, we can't do anything about that, now can we? you surprised by what's going on in Cardinal Zen's home country and that, the Rome, that Rome just sort of shrugs as a response. Oh, well, we can't do anything about that either. Let me know if any of this surprises you. Like and subscribe if you haven't does help. Sharing this on social media helps a lot, too. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.